0: If you are a wrestling fan of a certain age, you will remember when WWF became WWE. World Wrestling Federation turned into World Wrestling Entertainment after Vince McMahon submitted to a panda over a lawsuit about using the initials that he said he would not use to publish and promote his sports entertainment company. But he ignored them for a numerous amount of years and he ended up having to change the name of the company which to be fair people are more than used to saying now it's rare you hear people say WWF over WWE maybe older people but not people within the last you know people who started watching within the last 20-25 years but also you will remember with this WWE had a great campaign called get the F out which was just a list of vignettes that they would show on Raw and Smackdown and on the DVDs remember when DVDs were a thing of numerous sketches where the letter F was getting destroyed. I would highly recommend checking them out if you have not seen them before. But it got me thinking of how would I do that from transitioning to straight out of Kline, or excuse me, from straight out of Kline to Turtle Talks. And don't get me wrong, lads, it has been a struggle not calling this show Straight Out of Kline, and a lot of people miss the name. And you know what? Part of me kind of misses it now. But I've made this decision, I'm going to commit to it. If I feel like a month or two down the line, it's still not working out, I will change the name back. But for now, it's Turtle Talks, and I have no desire to go back to talk. To to talk out of Klein? To straight out of Klein. <laughs> talk out of Klein, that would be a nice combination, wouldn't it? But yeah, it's funny because I'm drinking a bottle of Coke at the moment. And Coke obviously is, you know, it's a black drink with a red cork and... A red wrap around it. And the clawing colours are also red and black. Notice how in Tarle Talks I even changed the colour scheme. Just to change it up a bit. But who knows. Like That's kind of a placeholder logo for now. I just wanted something to be there. So I could change it as soon as possible. And we'll probably end up changing it again in the near future. But we'll see. We'll see. I might try and change it uh, every every once in a while. To keep it fresh and keep it vibrant. But today's episode is going to be an interesting one. Because I am going to, every second, so every second thing on this show is going to be either a news story that's happened this week. Or it's going to be a question from some random website that I'll find that asks questions because a lot of people seem to like those episodes. And I actually enjoy recording them. Um, I've heard a few people... Uh, or a few people have told me that they actually quite enjoy those episodes. They're fun to listen to. They can be quite interesting to hear, you know, what my answers are, which is great. And, you know, because obviously I'm a big deal. But I think it's quite cool that um, that people like those episodes. So I thought it'd be a good way to balance out the episode and, you know, try out something different. So the first story we have here is Liz Truss resigning after 45 days as the British Prime Minister. I don't know much about politics when it comes to, you know, especially when it comes to, like, the UK and stuff, apart from, like, the names of people. But, even I was looking at this woman going, she's out of her depth. Like, Boris Johnson, right? Whether you like him or not, at least there was almost a comedy element to him. You almost enjoy just how bizarre he was and what a... Strange human being he was. But with Liz Truss, she just looks like, and I've never met the woman, I don't think I ever will meet the woman, but she just looks like such a boring person. She looks like a boring, boring person and... If I'm looking at someone in politics and thinking, yeah, they are way out of their depth, they look like they do not belong there. They look like someone under a lot of pressure and someone who has bitten off a little more than they can chew then that's a bad sign, because I don't know anything about this side of politics. But I'm on RTE.ie at the moment, and it says British Prime Minister Liz Truss has announced that she has resigned after just 45 days in office. She made her announcement in a statement following a meeting with the chair of the 1922 Committee of Backbench Conservatives, Graham Brady. A leadership election would be completed within the next week. The Conservative Party set a threshold of at least 100 MP uh, MP nominations. Why is that so hard to say? For any leadership hopefuls. Now, one thing I will say that was absolutely hilarious. And I'm actually going to see if I can find it. I did like it earlier on on the TikTok machine. So it should be here. Let me just uh, get up the app. And I did think this was quite funny. Because, yep, it's the second last uh, video that I've liked.
1: Mr. Speaker, I am a fighter and not a quitter. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party.
0: And the caption is one last U-turn from... Liz Truss, which I just thought was hilarious those two things were like within a day of each other as well, which is mental I have that really annoying thing on my nose at the moment is you know when you've rubbed your nose enough times and now when you touch it It's actually kind of sore. Yeah, that's what's happening to me right now. and It's really annoying but yeah I've never seen so much like outcry against someone who had just come into office from any political party not even like Donald Trump Because he was quite a polarizing figure. You had loads of people who loved Trump, and you had a lot of people who hated Trump, but it was quite balanced. Whereas with this uh, person, Liz Truss, she just was not liked at all. At all. And that is crazy to think that someone was in power of one of the most powerful countries in the world when it comes to the UK... ...for 45 days. 45 days. How bad can you be to last in a job for 45 days? That is crazy. Absolutely crazy. But, you know what? It doesn't really... I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't matter, because the next person that comes in is going to be under the microscope as well, and people are going to hate on whoever that is, so... I don't think I've ever seen a politician that is that everyone likes, and there never will be one, but... All politicians, Randy Orton's theme song says it, politicians are all liars. I hear voices crying, I see heroes dying, I hear voices in my head, they talk to me, they understand, they talk to me. They talk to me, yeah-ah, they tell me things that I will do, they show me things I'll do to you, they talk to me. Sorry, Randy Orton's theme song is a banger! And hopefully we will see him in the WWE ring again soon because uh, it's been quite weird without him and uh, there's been talk of his back injury being more serious than first anticipated, but hopefully Randy Orton will be back soon. Of course, I bring everything back to wrestling and that's just another example of it. But yeah, Liz Truss, you were a pretty shit Prime Minister, but eh, you gave it a go. You gave it a go. That's more than a lot of people can say. Okay, now I'm on a website. Um, Why the fuck is it not loading? Why is it? Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm not editing that out. I'm so sorry. It's just these fucking websites can be so slow. But it's a random question... uh, ...question generator. I'm struggling to speak English at the moment. But this is what we're going to do, as I said at the start of the episode. We'll do a news story, then a random question, then a news story, and we'll just keep going until we get bored. But this random question generator... The first question it's asked me is, What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? That's a good question. I don't know if this is the best piece of advice I've ever received, but it's definitely the one that I thought of first, in terms of recent advice I was given. Never say the word only when describing an achievement. For example, when I was on um, my last, uh, the last wrestling show that I refereed, uh, which was Phoenix's last show, I said to somebody, Oh yeah, look, I'm only refereeing one match, even though it ended up being, what, three? I think I ended up refereeing in the end, but at the start, I thought I was only refereeing one. And someone said to me, Don't say you're only refereeing one match. Because that's almost like you're diminishing it. Just say, you're refereeing a match. Be confident. Don't undermine your achievements. And I thought, that's a really, really good way of putting it. And it's like, you're not being cocky, you're just being confident. And there's a fine line between cockiness And confidence. And I thought that was a really good piece of advice. So I would pass that piece of advice down to other people. Never say only when describing something that you're proud of. Like this week, I had a really good week at my acting lessons. And I had a really good week at work. And it made me feel good. But like I didn't, you know, I didn't undermine it. But I didn't get carried away with it. And I think there is that healthy balance between being confident and being humble. And uh, a good way of, I think, of, you know... Improving confidence is to get rid of that word only and say, yep, I I refereed a match tonight. Or, let's say you start a sales job and, you know, you get one sale every day. But there might be someone else in your team that gets like three sales a day. Don't say, oh, Tom got three sales, I only got one sale. Be like, oh yeah, Tom got three sales and I got one sale. Because you're still making sales. So, that's probably the best piece uh, of recent advice I've been given. Let me know out there what the best piece of advice you've ever been given. That could be an interesting thing to talk about. Okay, here's an interesting story uh, on Cork Bio, who uh, obviously would be familiar to people from the rebel county, such as myself. But it says, cash envelopes stolen from wedding reception in Cork. People are being urged to have a plan in place to keep money safe while celebrating. Ooh, this is interesting. So Gardie have set out a warning to all newlyweds after a couple had their cash envelopes stolen at a reception in Cork. Wow. The incident happened recently in the county and Sergeant John Kelly of Fermoy Garda station took to- Yes, I accept cookies, fuck off! took to the airwaves to highlight a crime that may sadly become more common following the pandemic. So he told C103's Today Show, Patricia, blah, 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 blah. He said, I'm not going to say where or when it happened. We're back with weddings post-COVID and more and more people are going to weddings. The bride and groom need to have a plan in place to see... Uh, sorry, the bride and groom need to have a plan in place and see who is looking after the money on their happy day. You don't want to have a happy day turn into an unhappy day. This happened recently when a, when uh, this happened recently when an amount of these cards were stolen in an incident. Wow, that's not something I've heard too much of, uh, people getting money stolen at weddings. Um, sometimes I randomly go onto YouTube and I watch wedding fails because I just think they're really funny. But they're kind of wholesome in a way because, you know, no wedding goes perfectly to plan. Something always goes wrong. But that's the joys of it. I don't plan on getting married anytime soon. But I have no doubt if that day ever arrives. Something's gonna go wrong. A few things will probably go wrong. That would just, you know, be typical of me anyway. But I've never been at a wedding where everything has gone right. But that's not to say that it's not a great day out. Because sometimes you look back on the things that went wrong and you go, wasn't that funny? Wasn't that gas when this thing happened i can't even think of an example but i remember at my mother's wedding though the photographer was such a fucking pain in the ass he was so fucking annoying he wanted to take a picture of fucking everything like literally the man was determined to picture every single moment from that day and people are probably listening to this going is that not what you want no I don't want to be taking a picture halfway through taking a bite out of my fucking burger at the reception. I don't need a picture taken, then, you fucking dummy. Anyways, that was 12 years ago, Dylan. Twelve and a half years ago at this stage. Try and let it go. But yeah, that was really annoying. But that's fucking crazy, though, that this seems to be a thing that's happening quite a lot from the sounds of it. Um, oh my god, this laptop is so slow. I need need suggestions from where to get a new laptop, lads, because this fucking thing, I've only had it since, what, 2019, is so fucking slow. But it's crazy to think that this has become news, because I feel like this would only be news if it happened quite a bit. But actually, no, now that I'm reading back over it again, yeah, I think it only happened once at least. Once that's being reported, anyway. I can feel... Excuse me, I was just about to say I can feel a sneeze coming. And it came up before I even had the chance to say it. But yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy. So yeah, to any, um, you know, people who are going to be newlyweds in the very near future, look after your envelopes and make sure they're being looked after by someone you trust. Because clearly, people are being very, very shitty when it comes to looking after, or claiming to look after these envelopes with cash in them. Interesting. Right, back to the random question... Uh, question? Question generator. What is something you can never seem to finish? Okay, my mind instantly went to a dirty place, but I'm not going to go there now, because there's probably, I don't know, 19-year-olds listening to this. They don't talk like that, do they? But, no, in all seriousness, though, uh, the, something that I can never seem to finish. Um, That's a good question. Donatello's takeaway which I get pretty much every Saturday. I feel like I've never fully completed it, but that to be fair, that's like that's a challenge for man versus food. I don't think that's a challenge for Jay Dylan Turn. Uh, but what else that's I feel like there's something that I'm forgetting which is ironic because I'm forgetting something that I can't finish. Um I suppose To give a bit of a Celtic-Codic answer, I don't think I've ever 100% completed a game that's come out within the last 15 years. Or maybe not 15 years, maybe 10 years. Because, like, for example, GTA V, which is my all-time favourite game at this stage, I've never 100% completed that game. I've passed the story! But obviously there's, like, side quests and other missions you need to do, and within every mission there's... ...certain criteria you need to hit, like you need to get a certain amount of headshots, or you need to... ...finish it within a certain amount of time, and I've never gotten it 100%, so... ...that's something I've never... ...ever done, which is crazy. I think Pawrig has. I'm sure Alex has. I used to work with a guy called Shaz, who's done it for a few games. So, yeah, it's something I've never actually been able to do, but... ...that's why I think I still get a lot of, out of GTA V, because... ...I don't... ...ever think I will... 100% finish it but look at this stage I might fucking die trying but who knows maybe GTA 6 might be a different story you know what I'm gonna bring this in a totally different direction this conversation just talking about gaming but as much as I'm looking forward to GTA 6 when it comes out in the year 2094 it's gonna be weird not having GTA 5 as the most recent GTA and part of me is not even looking forward to it because I love that game so much honestly I fucking can't describe to you how much I love that game I really hope that uh, GTA 6 can live up to the hype, but it's going to take an awful lot for it to top GTA 5 for me. But, listen, I think it's a good thing to aim for, and I'm sure it'll be a great game nonetheless. Okay, this could be an interesting story from BBC. Black Death 700 years ago affects your health now. Okay, let's see what this says. Oh, that's a very grim picture of dug-up skeletons from a very long time ago. Human remains from the plague pits in London were used in the genetic analysis. So this is by James Gallagher, a health and science correspondent for BBC. He says, Up to half of people died when the Black Death uh, swept through Europe in the mid-1300s. A pioneering study analysing the DNA of centuries-old skeletons found mutations that helped people survive the plague. But those same mutations are linked to autoimmune diseases excuse me, afflicting people today. The Black Death is one of the most significant, deadliest and bleakest moments in human history, and it it is estimated that up to 200 million people died. That is a lot. Researchers suspected an event of such enormity must have shaped human evolution. They analysed DNA taken from the teeth of 206 ancient skeletons and were able to precisely date the human remains to before, during or after the Black Death. Wow. And let's try and see where they bring up where it affects us today. Even today, those uh, plague-resisting mutations are more common than they were before the Black Death. The problem is they have been linked to autoimmune diseases, such as the inflammatory bowel disease Crohn's. Oh, wow. Uh, What helped keep your ancestors alive 700 years ago, but could be damaging to your health today? Other historic forces on our DNA have a legacy, we feel. What? Other historic... forces on our DNA have a legacy, we feel." Oh yeah, okay. For some reason that sentence didn't make sense in my head at first. Around 1-4% to of modern human DNA comes from our ancestors mating with Neanderthals, or Netherhedrals, according to some people, and this inherence affects our ability to respond to diseases including Covid. That is quite interesting. Isn't it mad, though, how Covid just ended? Like, I know it's still there. My gran-aunt was actually just diagnosed with COVID. Uh, Triple H was diagnosed with it as well this week. But what I mean by COVID ending is how the pandemic just ended. And it was so anticlimactic. It was just like, we're in a pandemic, and then one random day in February, oh yeah, that's over. The last two years uh, of being in lockdowns and isolation and social distancing, yeah, that's done from tomorrow on. So, yeah, well done, good luck. That was so fucking strange. I remember sitting there kind of going... That was a bit fucking disappointing. We all hyped up this day like there was fucking no tomorrow. And at that time, it seemed like there was no tomorrow. Only to be told, oh yeah, it's over now. Go back to your daily lives, it's all good. What a strange, strange time it was. But anyway, that's uh, that's the world for you. But COVID was... You know what, 2020 for me personally wasn't too bad of a year. COVID in a way, not like the actual physical, you know, illness itself, but the lockdown in a way was a bit of a a blessing in disguise for me. It definitely helped me sort out a lot of issues I had going on and kind of put life into a different perspective. And you know what? I think I can look back on it and go, I really made the best of it. I don't think I can look back on it with much regret because I think uh, for... You know, for me, I was lucky as a wrestling, MMA, and football fan that those three industries were still going, and there was still stuff to aim for, and obviously Phoenix was back up and running again um, at one stage, so we were able to keep training, and obviously we had my first ever pro wrestling show um, with Unlocked Stock and Two Metres Apart, the first wrestling show I ever got to be a part of. And, you know, it was I, I felt like I had a lot going on when there was nothing going on, if that makes sense. And I look back on the year and kind of go, it was it was an experience. But it's just crazy how, like, we've all just kind of moved on from it now, really. Apart from, you know, people who just get diagnosed with COVID out of nowhere. It's uh, it's mental. But, I wonder if there'll be an article in 700 years time saying, Oh, COVID-19 uh, affects your health now. And I'm sure, I'm sure there will be. But, uh, I wonder what the world is going to be like in 700 years. Like, that's something, I know I was just talking about gaming recently, but I was talking about that on Celtic Codec, uh, I think, in the last episode I did, which was released this day last week, as far as I remember. Yeah, it was. I remember looking at that and going, like, you know, or uh, being on that show and being like, graphics 20 years ago and graphics now are, like, night and day. Even some games from 10, 15 years ago are... Night and day to... In comparison to graphics now. What about in 20 years time? Like how much are graphics going to develop? Is it going to get to a stage where... It's just... What we actually look like. But we're controlling it. A simulation if you will. We really will be living in a simulation then. Which would be crazy. But that's what I... Uh, that That's what I... It plays in my mind a lot. Like... A hundred years' time, what our game is going to look like. It hurts my mind to think about, so I'm just going to quickly move on. And I'm not even going to pause the podcast like I normally do to go onto the random question generator. Let's just see what it gives us in three, two, one. What is your theme song? Now, that's a fucking good one. I've spoken about this a few times on here. I would love to come out to a number of songs. And I don't mean. Announce being gay to a few songs. I mean, make an entrance to a few songs. I don't. I've completely overexplained that. But if I had to pick one song to be my theme song, it would probably be Ward Up" by Korn. because I feel like it's quite upbeat and um, it has you know that new metal. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a new metal song, so I I just I love new metal, and I feel like it has that perfect balance between catchy, you know, heavy and almost bouncy in a way it energizes me so i think that would be my theme song but there's a number of songs i think i would like to come out to but that is yeah that's probably the main one i would pick is ward up by Korn. once again not even going to pause the podcast to find a story let's just see what we can find here so a lot of sports news I suppose, you know, this isn't a new story, but Cristiano Ronaldo has just been suspended by Manchester United. And I don't talk about football an awful lot on here, but um, as someone who loves United and loves Cristiano Ronaldo, I completely back the club in their decision. I think it's a great message for Eric Ten Hag to send out to the team that nobody is bigger than this club and he's the boss and the buck stops with him. But at the same time, I will never understand why we kept Cristiano Ronaldo if this is how we were going to be using him. But that's a Glazer run club for you. Anyways, that was just a quick one there. Okay, I'm just as I say, that Mason Greenwood comes up. I don't really want to talk about Mason Greenwood. So, let's just look up... Okay, funny news stories. Has to be something. Funny news stories. So, let's see what we can find. Okay, this was from four weeks ago, but fuck it. Weird things that happened in the week of September twenty-third. Let's just see. Let's just see what happened four weeks ago because, uh, if for some reason it didn't show me today's date. And let's just fucking roll with it. Okay, this is a quiz. Never mind. That's a, that's shite. Come on, give me. Okay, fuck it. I'm gonna have to pause the episode now because I can't find any fucking good news stories. Okay, this one isn't funny, but it's just caught my eye. Strange smartphone-using man in 1940s beach snap proves time travel is real. And this is on the Daily Star. Wow, okay, let's see what this says. Conspiracy theorists have got excited about a snap from the 1940s that appears to show a man scrolling through his phone, even though he's probably simply rolling a fag. Okay, let's, let's see this. Yes, I accept cookies. So... Evidence. He was in, in quotation marks. Has emerged of a man on the beach in the 1940s playing with his phone. The picture here, and he is 100% not looking at his phone. He is 100% either just like looking at dirt in his nails, or he is rolling a fag. Yeah, like that is such. That's that's that is the most clickbaity headline I have seen ever. It's so fucking like that is clearly not a man. I am actually annoyed that I fell for that because just look it up. Just look up Daily Star, or not even Daily Star, just look up 1940s man using phone. He's clearly not holding a phone. Like, obviously he's not. It's the 1940s. But like, the fact that people actually believe shit like that really annoys me. It's annoyed me so much I'm just going to go for a random question again. Uh, If you had to change your name, what would you change it to? Well, I've changed it a few times already, clearly. Dylan Turl, reeve Joseph Turl, J. Dylan Turl, Lou you know, Dickhead, I don't know. I've I've had so many names, so, you know, that's probably going to make me just click another question, to be honest. Okay, when was the last time you changed your opinion about something major? Ooh, a gaming one came into my head again, but I'm not going to say that. When was the last time you changed your opinion about something major? That is a good question. Uh, probably that women are allowed to have rights. I didn't believe that for a long time, but I believe it now. I'm joking, obviously. Jesus Christ. I never didn't think women should have rights. Fucking hell. Before people come after me. I don't know. Like I, I feel like I haven't changed my opinion on, on anything for a while. Um, I mean... I'll, I'll talk about the gaming one just because... It might spark something else that might come to mind. I wasn't a big Call of Duty fan for a long time. But it's really grown on me lately. Like I never really saw what the appeal of it was. Uh, but lately it's it's actually started to grow on me. I played a little bit of Black Ops 3 the other day. And uh, it was quite fun. It was really quite fun. And I still can't think of any other major things I've changed my mind on. Uh, I suppose I've gotten a little bit more involved in. You know. Some social issues. that you know, is the correct term. Uh, Stuff I probably wouldn't have cared about as much before has definitely come out of me a lot more lately. And I have changed my mind on a few things. I think me and Alex spoke about that on here. Um, I would have had some views on certain things that have changed recently. Uh, When I say recently, I mean in the last maybe four or five years. Not, Not recent, like, you know, yesterday. But, yeah, there's not really anything major I can think of, really. Like, something that people tell me I will change my mind about eventually, is coffee. Because I've never, ever liked coffee, and I don't understand people's obsession with coffee. It tastes horrible. Yeah, it might keep you awake, so does Monster Energy. And Monster Energy actually tastes nice. And there's multiple different flavours of it. I've just never really gotten the appeal of hot drinks. Apart from, you know, I like a hot chocolate every now and again. But I don't have hot chocolate all the time. Tea, I I can understand tea more than coffee because even though I'm not a big fan of tea, there is a somewhat okay taste to it. It's just not my favourite thing in the world and I just choose not to have it. But coffee is just something I I don't get it. I never will understand it and I've tried so many different types of it and I just don't think I will ever change my mind. So I've completely avoided the question there. Well, not avoided, I I just couldn't think of anything. So... Yeah, I, I maybe I don't know. I, I've met a few people who said they didn't start drinking coffee until like two or three years ago, and these people are like in their in their forties. So Yeah. That's uh something that, you know, I'll have to come back to eventually. Um but that's that's kinda of what I have to say on that. Let's try and find another fucking news story. Uh, okay, Windows 11 File Explorer tabs kick off a weird, wild new era. Hmm, this is from PC World. And at the moment, my laptop is kind of annoying me, so let's just see what Windows 11 is all about at the moment. So, these are the features that weren't ready to ship in the Windows 11 update... Uh, 2022 update. Is there anything interesting here? Uh No, not really. Microsoft tipped its hand in September, announcing the new Windows 11 experiences... Uh, will be made available in the month. Okay, no, like I literally looked up funny news stories, and none of these are fucking funny. Give me a funny one, you pricks. Uh, okay, no, I thought that was gonna be funny there, but no. Right, fuck this. Let's just go at the random question generator for a f- you know a few more questions because some of those news stories are shite. So yeah, fuck. We, we can we can try and find some news stories in a bit. Let's answer a few questions. What dumb accomplishment are you most proud of? Uh, probably the time I 100% legitimately won the All-Ireland Chess Championship in 2014 and then went on to compete in the World Chess Championship uh, in the Dome in Dublin where unfortunately I was knocked out in the quarter final. but to, to represent my country uh, at such a high level in such a competitive and thrilling sport was absolutely incredible. And, you know, I don't consider it dumb, but a lot of other people do. I mean, I've heard some people say that it didn't even happen. Some people say I wasn't at the Dome in Dublin. I was actually at a WWE house show at the Three Arena. <laughs> Imagine thinking that. What a fucking idiot you must be if you think that. But that would probably be the thing I'm most proud of. Uh, I was also number one uh, on a Quiz Up in Ireland for WWE. Uh, quiz-related knowledge. So, that's not a dumb accomplishment either. That's a really good accomplishment. I don't have dumb accomplishments. All mine are sensational. Next question. What story does... (coughs) Fucking hell, nearly choked on my own achievements there. What story does your family always tell about you? Uh, I don't think there's one specific story. Uh, It's probably the time that I was playing hide-and-seek with my cousin. And that that sounds like it's going to go in a very dark direction, but it's not. It's quite a funny story. I was playing hide-and-seek with my cousin Adam, and I hid in the bath, and my granddad didn't know I was in there, and came in and took a shit. I feel like that's a story that gets passed around quite a lot, and it was quite funny. And the embarrassment granddad must have felt when he realized that he was taking a poo while his grandson was in that room must have been horrific. Next question. Have you ever saved someone's life? Not that I know of. Not that I know of. I've never saved anyone from a burning building. I've never stopped someone from choking. I have never interfered in a intense combat situation where someone was fighting for their life. So I can't say that I have. And I'm not going to say what I was just about to say. Moving on. What have you created that you are most proud of? That's a good question. I think this podcast is a good example of it. I just think uh, probably the following I've created over the last year or two, from TikTok, um, streaming on YouTube, from wrestling, from a little bit of acting, I'm proud of the audience that's been created and some of the loyal fans I've had follow me through all these journeys. That's been something I've been really proud of. It's a small following. It's a... It's respectable but small, but it's a loyal following and I'm really, really proud of that and you know there's been a couple of more people have joined it recently stuff like stuff like that really warms my heart and it makes me feel really good and I'm proud of the network I've created for myself and whilst okay unfortunately one or two people who I would have met through these industries in the last couple of years, uh, you know, some of those relationships have soured recently with one or two people, but other than that, Uh, It's been great. And I would say that's what I'm most proud of. 100%. Would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or or a broken elevator? Oh, God, that's a good question. Uh, For a second, I was going to say, what the fuck is a ski lift? But that's the thing that, yeah, it, it puts you down onto the thing to go skiing. Yeah. I would probably say elevator. Oh, I actually don't know. Yeah, no, I'll go elevator, because I feel like I would probably pass out on a ski lift because of the height. So, yeah. I'm not, like, terrified of heights, but I know if I was stuck up there for a while, I think it would just get the better of me. But then an elevator, it would depend, like, if there's other people in there, I would be be unbelievably claustrophobic to the point where it just gave me a shiver there, which was horrible. But I I would say elevator, but really, it's not by much. It's really not by much. What's something you wish you'd figured out sooner? To not take everything personally. Especially, like, I work in sales, for example. I can't take everything personally. If I do, I'll not succeed. I would not be very successful in my job if I was to take everything personally. Um, From people who hang up the phone or people who say, Thank you for reaching out, Dylan, but I'm not interested at this time. There's no point in taking that personally. Uh, Yeah, it's probably just to grow a bit of a thicker skin when it comes to certain things and just to realise that the opinions of some people really don't matter. People who are just being cons, and I'm not saying those people are being cons. if they don't want to buy what I'm selling, that's fair enough. Um, I don't do door-to-door sales, by the way, before people start giving out to me. I don't work in door-to-door sales anymore, so relax, put down the pitchforks. Uh, but yeah, I-, I would say that's probably something I wish I'd figured out sooner, that not everything in life needs to be taken personally and... Of course, some things can be, but other things, smaller things, don't need to be taken that way. Okay, up next is, what's one place you've travelled that you never want to go back to? Oh my god, I feel so bad for saying this, but fuck it, I'll say it. Combran. I loved being over in Wales. I fucking adored being in Cardiff. But next time, I would stay in Cardiff, not Combran. So obviously I was over in Cardiff for WWE Clash the Castle, an amazing few days away. But between the inconsistent train times, which I'm sure was because of the strikes going on with the UK rail system, which I don't know if that's still going on, but at the time it was, um, and just how fucking far we had to walk from the train station to the hotel every time, from the scummy fucking people in in certain pubs. There was one lovely pub next door to our uh, hotel, where the people were unbelievably fucking nice. And I can't express. So if you ever stay in the Premier Inn in Combran. There's this lovely little bar restaurant next to it. The name is escaping me at the moment. But um, it is a lovely place. They are all lovely in there. Pretty much everywhere else we were. It was a bit scummy. So no offence to people from Combran. That is not a place I would be looking to go back to anytime soon. But I say that. There was a nice little shopping centre down there. Kind of similar to what you'd see in like Matten Point. Or Wilton, um, in our Blackpool as well, in Cork, um, Little Island as well. It kind of reminded me of. But other than that, it was kind of shit. But Cardiff is a fucking lovely city, and I can't wait to go back there again one day. What's one of your favorite comfort foods? Oh, anything with chocolate? Anything with chocolate in it? Well, maybe not anything with chocolate in it, but like you know, most things with chocolate in it. I love Doritos. Uh, I'm just exposing myself as a fat cunt now. There's these lovely fucking Oreo-style biscuits at the moment, with, like, white... um, uh, What's it called? White... Not colouring. Oh, my God, why can't I remember what it's called? There's, like, a white covering, I should say, over it. They are absolutely lovely. Oh, my God, I can't recommend them enough. They're, like... They come in packs of two, and it's, like... An Oreo covered in milk chocolate. It's fucking... Absolutely just unbelievably delicious. Cannot recommend it enough if you like your chocolate. I'm just flying through these random questions now. Uh, Some of them are kind of boring, so I'll move on from them. What makes you cry? What makes me cry? Okay, we're probably going to get a bit deep here again. Um... Last week's episode was kind of short, so I feel like it's good if we make this one a wee bit longer. And we have definitely made it longer. Last week's episode was like half an hour long. This is already pretty much 40 minutes long. But what makes me cry? Um, I think, you know what, sometimes, depending on what mood I could be in, a random thing will pop into my head about, you know, uh, something that happened years ago. And I'll get a bit emotional about it. I don't know if it necessarily would make me cry. But it just kind of makes me feel down about it a little bit. And it's funny because this past Monday uh, was my dad's anniversary. Uh, My biological dad who died 21 years ago at the age of 25 after he committed suicide. And I put up a post about it on Instagram. I think I tweeted about it as well. And I remember saying, like, you know, my dad had all the potential in the world to be whatever he wanted to be he was a great sportsman uh, apparently he was you know he was quite intelligent he he knew he knew his stuff uh, he, you know he he had a lot of things going for him but because he didn't open up about what issues he had and because he let certain you know addictions or demons run away with him and you know never get any treatment for these things he ended up throwing away his life um left behind you know his his, his mother and and siblings and I mean, I don't really like saying he left behind a son because he wasn't a part of my life anyway for the three years I was around, you know, whilst he was alive. Um, and I, I think it just kind of got me realising that, you know, there's certain I, I've definitely spoke about it on here before. Um, Like, there are certain people who I fell out with in the past where I kind of look at them and go, oh man, if only they could see how good things are going now and if only they could be a part of some of these things and oh, we could be sharing these moments together. And then you kind of realise eventually, it's, it's that's just life, unfortunately. Not everyone is meant to be friends forever and you will fall out with people. And then I think eventually you get to an age where you kind of realise, well, okay, like, that's just the way it goes. Um, Like, I just switched jobs recently. And I remember being, like, it about leaving my last job because not because I didn't like where I was going or wasn't excited about where I was going but because I felt like ah oh, like this was the first time I was in a job where I really got on with everybody and I, I made friends from this job like a lot of the time before when I worked with people I just kind of kept it to work I didn't really have friends from work it was just I had acquaintances that I got on with and then I came home and lived my own life but this was the first time where I actually would stay in touch with people from work and I had a good relationship with my manager and it was all kind of going well. But because of some just really brain dead decisions made by people above my manager, I, I had to leave. It was just the way it was. I, I couldn't stay there anymore and everyone who was there knows why. It, it is what it is. It's just there's no point kind of dwelling on it anymore. But uh, but yeah, um, I can't remember where I was going with this point. Where the fuck was I going with this point? Uh, Oh, yeah, I switched jobs recently, and I was like, oh, look, I'm going to miss all these people. But I've started the new job um, three weeks ago, nearly four weeks ago now, actually, and I get on so well with pretty much everybody there. Like, they're really nice people. It's a small group of us, but I think that's almost a good thing because we're quite tight in that way. We're quite close-knit. And... I don't really miss the people I used to work with as much, in the sense that I still miss some of them. But it's not kind of like, oh... Because I'm actually working in the same building I worked in before. And I'm not there kind of going, ah, they're all upstairs now together and I'm down here away from them. Sometimes I actually forget that I'm in the same building as them now and... It's just kind of funny the way that goes. Um, I've completely, like, not answered the question. But I was just kind of going back to what, you know, the thing about my dad. Uh, And it just kind of made me realize that, you know, it's okay to get upset about things, but it's not okay to leave things hold you back. And, yeah, that's a big bit of advice I would give to anyone out there. If something is bothering you, if you're sad about something, or even when things are going well, there's a part of you that's like, oh, I wish this person was here to see it, I wish that person was here to see it. Trust me, like, it's not worth dwelling on. Uh, And it's okay to feel sad about it, but don't leave it hold you back. That is what I would say there. Right. When people come to you for help, what do you, what do they usually want help with? A lot of the time it's technology, which can be quite annoying, because I don't know as much about technology as people think I do. Now, I get it in some um, circumstances. Like, for example, my nan sometimes has trouble with the TV in her room. And she just kind of looks at me and thinks, Okay, Dylan's young. He uses technology a lot more than I would. He probably knows about this. But a lot of the time I don't. I mean, Porig would know a lot more about these things because he's, um, you know, he works in that industry and he's just a bit more tech savvy than I would be. I mean, I know a bit, like I know how to record, I know how to edit, I know how to stream. Even though my fucking mic isn't working at the moment for streaming, which is really annoying, but I'm trying to get that sorted. Trust me, I am. Um, but there's, uh, yeah, th- th- that's probably something that people come to me an awful lot um, about to help with. I remember when I first started the acting course in CSN, and I've had this said to me so many times to the point where I'm like, okay lads, you've told me this about 10 billion times. People didn't think I was there to be an actor. People didn't think I was coming in to be part of the course. They thought I was coming in as the IT guy. They thought I was just someone who worked with computers. So it really shows that the phrase, don't judge a book by its cover, is more true than you actually realise it is. And I still can't believe people thought I was the IT guy. But listen, if anyone is out there writing a film or a screenplay or a, you know, a a theatre show where you need someone to play an IT guy, you know who to call, and I ain't talking about Ghostbusters. Right. Uh, I've just skipped over a question by accident. It said, what is your favourite piece of clothing that you own? I I like a lot of my clothes. I like a lot of the shirts I have. You know, people mock me for saying I always wear wrestling and, you know, combat merch, which they're not wrong about. But, uh, yeah, I need to... One thing I did realise is I do need to upgrade my wardrobe quite soon. Because it's uh, quite bare at the moment when it comes to uh, normal clothes. (laughs) Not merchandise. So that is something that definitely needs to be addressed soon. I'm just going to fly through some of these questions because it's quite fun. Pirates or ninjas? If you hear me clicking a few times, it's because sometimes the same questions come up or it's just a shit question and I don't want to answer it. But pirates or ninjas? Wow. Uh, I would go ninjas because it's combat based. Um, Pirates playing with their swords I think looks kind of stupid. But I, I would rather be a ninja than be a pirate. And I think ninjas are cooler. And as I say, they engage in combat and I love combat. So that was a pretty straightforward answer. Uh, okay these are all the same questions as before. Uh let's try let's try and find a juicy one. <laughs> What's an unpopular opinion that I have? Oh okay, that's oh God, I think I did this before on an episode of uh, not straight out of cline. It was Joe Turtle Rising. I did an episode about unpopular wrestling opinions. Uh okay, let's try and give I'll try and give an unpopular opinion in All of my interests. So wrestling, football, MMA, music, gaming, and then I'll try and just think of a general one. An unpopular wrestling opinion I have. Uh, I think I've said it a million times. I don't think Undertaker vs. Triple H at WrestleMania 28 is as good a match as everyone thinks it is. I think their matches at WrestleMania 27 and WrestleMania X7 are far better. I think of the three WrestleMania matches they had... The end of an era match is the least good. But that's just me. So that's my unpopular wrestling opinion. My unpopular football opinion is that I think that Frank Lampard was a better player overall than Paul Scholes and Steven Gerrard. And I'm a United fan, I'll admit that. I think Lampard was a more complete player than the other two. And I love Paul Scholes. I adore Paul Scholes. Gerard, I think, was a very good player for Liverpool and for England, and I think that Liverpool can count their lucky stars they had him for so long, because without him, they would have fallen off completely. But I do think Gerard gets a bit more praise than he deserves sometimes. But I think Lampard would be the number one of those three. So there we go. An unpopular MMA opinion? Um, I think that... John Jones is not the greatest of all time. And I don't think he should even be considered the greatest of all time. Not because he doesn't have talent. But there are too many fucking strings attached to that man. Between all the PED failed... Um, performance-dancing drug uh, failed tests. Why did I say that really weirdly? All the times he's failed drug tests. Uh, between the many, many incidents outside the octagon. The fact that... He's just someone who builds you up to let you down. I I just think that GSP, Habib, um, I think Anderson Silva. I know he's had his PED issues, but not as many. I just think there are so many people who I would put above John Jones, and I wouldn't even put him in my top five for those reasons. Uh, What else did I say I would give an unpopular opinion on? Uh, Music was another one. Ooh. Um... Huh, and unpopular music opinions. You know I've said it, and I can't think of anything. I, I do have one. I think Saint Anger is a good album. It's not Metallica's best album. It's not even in their top three albums. Maybe not even top five. But I think it's actually better than people think it is. Okay, for Metallica, it mightn't be the strongest album, but I think that there's some good shit in there. I think St. Anger's a great song. I like uh, Frantic. I like Some Kind of Monster. I think there's some good songs there. I just think it came at a weird time for Metallica. I think that came out in, like, 2003, because I remember it was... uh, St. Anger was the uh, SummerSlam 2003 theme song. So it would have came out around that year. I don't think it's as bad as people think it is. And a general unpopular opinion... Um... I don't care if people have pineapple on their pizza. I personally am not a big fan of pineapple on pizza, but I don't understand why so many people get outraged about what other people think about pineapple on pizza. Get the fuck over it. If people like to have pineapple on pizza, leave them, eat pineapple on pizza. If you don't like pineapple on pizza, don't eat pineapple on pizza. It's totally fine. I don't get why there's so much uproar about this. It was like that fucking thing recently. Uh, what was the question again? Was it, are there more wheels or doors in the world or something? Was that the question? Hang on, let me get up what the exact question was. Uh, are there more. Yeah, doors or wheels? I don't care. I don't give a shit. Why does it make any difference to my life if there are more doors than fucking wheels? And at the fact that people get so enraged about these debates, who cares? Who actually cares? I mean, I would probably say doors just because there's probably more buildings than vehicles. But I could be wrong. But I don't care. Unless you're an automotive fucking fanatic, which a lot of people are, I'm not then why does it matter? Why does it actually matter? Okay, this could be interesting. What incredibly strong opinion do you have that is completely unimportant in the grand scheme of things? Ooh. Probably. I would probably say, and this might be a... Will I... Yeah, I would probably say it's the fact that when you're going to a, an event do it for this week's episode of Turl Talks I promise we'll all get used to calling it that very soon as I say it, it's like it was WWF now it's WWE eventually we'll all just come to accept it speaking of WWE here is another classic wrestling promo which at this stage I don't even know which one I'm picking as per usual which may or may not be a WWE promo it might be from somewhere else it might be WCW it might be TNA It might be New Japan Pro Wrestling. Might be AEW. It might even be RCW. Which actually wouldn't be possible because that promotion hasn't even debuted yet. But you get the point. Anyways, we'll be back again next week. Uh, This was a fun episode to try out. A new concept which went a little bit off the rails. But hey, listen. Like a wedding, my podcasts never seem to go to plan. But I will talk to you all next week. Enjoy this very good wrestling promo.
1: And with that uh can we can we i'm sorry uh, can we cut the music for a minute please can we just can we just cut the music for one moment sorry sorry Uh, well I just want to say, I know I'm not, you know, technically blood, right, but the way you guys have taken me in as a family as of late, I, I just, I wanted to show my gratitude and I wanted to also publicly acknowledge the tribal chief. like you, Sammy. But what are you talking for right now? Why are you saying anything right now? I, I get it. I, I've been seeing what's happening here, but like... Why do you have our shirt on? Take it off! But what's going on here, man? Why you got a shirt on? Why are you tagging along this whole thing? What, what What's this about? What do you want? Well, I'll tell you what I want. I want you to take that shirt off. Roman I I don't know if you're kidding or if you're not kidding if, if this is about what happened with Logan Paul last week I, I can explain okay I. just don't make any rash deci- last, week, uh, last week Logan Paul when you disrespected the wise man last. we're talking about last week Sammy I'm not going to tell you again take our shirt off now see this is what i'm talking about right here i need you to listen for once i don't want to see you in that shirt ever again do you understand me you ain't ever gonna wear a bloodline shirt ever again You ain't ever going to wear it again, because I got you a new one. Wow! Wow! I guess welcome to the family. anything you want to say yes as a matter of fact there is I acknowledge you tribal chief and with that the bloodline is stronger than ever what a moment